welcome to the Science Allies podcast, a product of the Alliance for Science conversation with our global ecosystem of scientists, communicators, decision makers and activists, all working to build resilience and better futures for communities around the world. Welcome to another episode of Science Our Lives podcast. I'm so excited to be here because I am home. I'm in Nigeria, I'm in Abuja, and I'm with two extraordinary next-gen fellows who are just the epitome of everything I would have wanted to be when I was younger, when I grow up, if you know what I mean, but in reverse. <laughs> beautiful young women doing extraordinary scientific work with cassava and they'll tell you something about their work but I'll start off with Chinedu please tell me say your name tell us what you're doing and what's so exciting about it yeah, my name is Chinedozi Amifula ah. yeah so I am uh, I am from Nigeria as <laughs> Sheila has already said so I am a grad student at Cornell University. So my journey started when I was a kid. I went to the field with my mom. Although she never wanted me to go to the field, she always wanted the younger ones to stay back at home. But somehow, myself and my elder sister, we swap position because she doesn't like going to field and I like going. I like mm -hmm. going to the farm. So somehow we tricked my mom and she saw me I was like, okay, let's go to the farm and i went with her and she looked at me because i was really young and she said what can you do for me so she <laughs> gave me a melon a goosey mm -hmm. melon to plant and i planted this melon everywhere like every space i can find wow. and the youth was like wow and she said chichi because that's my baby uh, nickname. I said, Chichi, maybe you should study agriculture. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and that was how the journey started. And luckily, my elder sister studied um, um, agri-economics. Okay. Her first degree, even to her PhD level. So I just followed suit. When my mates were like, I want to read science and medicine. And I'm like agriculture from wow. <laughs> yeah so that was how the journey progressed i got my first degree in crop science from yes. the university of calabar yeah then the master's degree plant breeding and genetics from the university of nigeria and Suka. then my phd so before my phd i started work at the national Root crop research institute mm -hmm. so i was a research assistant with okay. uh, the Next Gen Cassava project and um, so there was this student that came around so we're like assisting in his PhD collecting data and all that and I was like I should do this I love cassava <laughs> I should continue so when the opportunity came I grabbed the opportunity and here I am today wow in Cornell University <laughs> studying 
of um, plant breeding and genetics and working on how to improve the garry quality of cassava. Oh, it's wonderful. And it was it was so inspiring to me to meet you on the Cornell campus just when I was interviewing for this role. And it made me realize that every little step that we take inches open another sort of space for somebody else. You know, in, in, in the fact that you do one thing, you role model for somebody else so that when they see somebody doing something, you're not so unusual. So it was great to see you there. So comfortable, so celebrated, so admired. And, and, and that was really great in, in that setting. Um, but how did you find it though? I mean, you speak so passionately and enthusiastically about agriculture, but agriculture has some kind of a stigma, really. It's not the science, it's not, it's not the cool science. It's not everybody's first choice. Did you generally feel that you were fighting against a stereotype of agriculture as some kind of, you know, not a, a lower tier science? Yeah, so I know whenever I interact with people, especially like when we have a group of different people from different backgrounds, and I tell them, the first thing I tell them is, I'm a farmer. When I introduce myself, I, I just say, I'm a farmer. They're like, Great. what? I say, yes. I go, there was a day in church, we had a program, and I'm like, um, they said, introduce yourself. Mm -hmm. I was quite shy, but me I stood up, I told them by name, and then I said, I'm a farmer. They were like, wow. <laughs> Really? And you're so proud to say that. I said, why wouldn't I be proud? That's great. We all need farmers. Like, you need me to survive. So I don't think it's something to be ashamed of. I'm not... That's yeah. wonderful. That's wonderful. So how have you found the actual scientific work? Tell us a little bit about the actual work that you're doing in, in the lab, because it's quite cutting edge. It's, it's, it's not generally what people would think at this point how how are you um finding out about new traits yeah so right now we are focused into breeding for consumer preference traits because mm -hmm. in the past people the breeders focused on they just decide on well we think this is a good trait and they just release varieties based on those mm -hmm. traits and the farmers who just use this variety for some time mm. and then stop using and they go back to their former variety. So mm. we discovered there's a drop in adoption of these varieties and we decided to like, okay, let's involve the farmers in their stay in their breeding processes and then see what they have to what they really need and incorporate it into science. <laughs> like, yes. So we brought the farmers into it. So my work has to do with um evaluating the farmers, uh, giving the farmers varieties to test on their field and then see what they want and then bring back the information to our breeding program. And that's, then, that's fantastic. Um, so here we are at the next gen meeting and it really was the first time that I'd heard about this way of doing science so close to the farmers, so responsive to needs, preferences of the farmers and the consumer. And it was the first time I'd heard of the tricot model, which is very much mainstream in the way you do um, the cassava breeding. Um, how widespread is it in other crops? Is it just in cassava? Are, are, are they using, how widespread is this way of doing things? So for now, I know it's being used for BMP. Okay. Beans, yeah. 
as for, for some other crop but it's quite a new technology yeah. yeah and it's not just used for agriculture it's also used for engineering i read the paper where they use oh. it for engineering just to test out um technologies yeah but then it's, it's a is a crowdsourcing yeah uh, form of data collection where you have large samples to analyze and you want to test large population but yes. you can't just give this large sample to just one person to yes. evaluate so you just like bring them into bring the samples into a reasonable size so they can just go and most in tricots is you give them three um, samples to yes. evaluate and yes. then you get more information yes less stress yeah so how long have you been uh, at Cornell where are you in your studies right now so I started my PhD in 2019 okay and this is I'm in my fourth year right now and I hope to graduate next year wow how did you manage COVID oh <laughs> <laughs> we all survived it thank god we are alive yes, to talk yes. about it but then it was really hectic because it happened when I was supposed to come down for yes. my data collection but I'm grateful for the institute my host in- institution so they really helped yeah while i was there pioneering and they were like really helpful wow in the data collection so that's that was amazing. how most of us survived the, and and it the, didn't hold back your research much it didn't wow yeah it did that's extraordinary yeah. gosh and how did you adapt to coming from nigeria to ithaca <laughs> oh my god that's a big one <laughs> just like every other um student from the tropical environment yes. it was a big challenge like yes. you're moving from tropics to temperate like Ithaca is the northern part yes. and it is extremely cold wow. in the winter and I got to Ithaca at the peak of the winter oh no <laughs> so it wasn't a, a very interesting idea um, <laughs> situation but I survived wow yeah. and you're stronger for it yeah. uh, i i'm still looking forward to my first winter in ithaca this will be my first and goodness yeah i'm gearing up to it yeah. <laughs> so at this next gen meeting we've heard so many different presentations about so many different aspects the science the product development the industry affiliate the institutional it's it's a real universe there are over 100 scientists here who are at the cutting edge of 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 working cassava how have you found the meeting i find it very interesting very educative yeah Yeah, because i actually came to this meeting to learn yeah to learn new things to learn how far our research has gone Mm -hmm. is it really making impact Mm -hmm. and i'm glad to hear the farmers are really happy like for the varieties that have been released so far they really appreciate these varieties and i'm really glad we are we are making we are making a difference in the life of the farm yeah during the meeting, I heard every now and again there'd be a conversation about this disease that is coming across the continent, the cassava brown streak disease, which I think one of um, somebody, one, one of our colleagues at Gates said is the Ebola of cassava. Like, it's really serious. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's really serious. Leah is working on the cassava brown streak and uh, disease and... For now we've not seen it in nigeria mm-hmm. and i hope it doesn't really come so we are trying to um, research is going on to see if we have the resistant strains in nigeria or resistance varieties so um 
varieties are, um, are, uh, are going and um, experiments are going on and yeah. I just hope the, the disease doesn't come to Nigeria wow. and if it does we should have enough varieties that have yes. a resistance to those. Yeah, it's 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 a devastating thought considering every single household depends on cassava in some form or other in Nigeria. It, it, it's very significant. Yeah, you really, you, you guys are really the rock stars of this field. And I think I think people don't understand the actual the actual um, stake. What's at stake here? People's not just people's lives and livelihoods are, are at stake if the science doesn't accelerate and get ahead of this. And and everybody, I, I love the passion and commitment within this community. All hundred scientists, everybody is somehow. It's almost like a tag race. People know who's in front, who's ahead, and where they are in 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 the journey towards finding either pest resistance or getting stronger varieties. It's really wonderful. Um, I heard that Next Gen Cassava is one of the the flagship projects of funded by the Gates Foundation, but also just one of the flagship projects. Full stop. You know, in 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 terms of the root and tuber and just general staple crops. Um, did you ever think of doing any other crop but cassava? Were you interested in any other thing like bananas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for my first degree, I worked on Telfera, ah. the fluted pumpkin. Okay. Yeah, so I love it's uh, one of the widely eaten vegetable in in the southern part of Nigeria. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I worked on it. I really love the crop. Then I also work. I've worked with. Um, tomatoes okay. <laughs> yeah so that was the crop i worked on when i was pursuing my master's degree okay but i fell in love with cassava because <laughs> oh this is so funny <laughs> okay because you f what, what i found interesting is all the different scientists are particularly wedded to particular they're like sweet potato or yam or cassava like they have one passion for one crop so strange. I, I, I never knew that. <laughs> so, so plant breeders, we are like versatile. We work everywhere with any crop. Yeah. Ah, it's wonderful. So what are your plans for the future? Yeah, the future. So I really like to take my time, like one day at a time, but yeah. I've really mapped out my future because, yeah, I have a lot to do. Mm -hmm. First, I want to complete my PhD. Yes. Yeah, I graduate, and then I intend to go into the academia. Okay. Yeah, I really love to you want to teach teach the young ones That's to love great. cassava, to have That's the same love cassava, to love agriculture with the same passion that I do. After that, I may go back to the research institute. Okay. Uh, yeah, and continue. Well, yeah, yeah, you could do both. You can yeah. teach and research. Yeah, but I want to de uh, dedicate most of my time, time to, to teaching, teaching to begin with. Yeah, that that's so wonderful. Thank you so much for this time. Thank you for your dedication and the work that you're doing. We wish you all the best. We hope to. Inter 
talk to you again maybe two or three years down the line to see where you are and what you're doing but we expect great things from you thank yeah. you very much thank you so much All right. You've been listening to the Science Allies podcast. If you enjoyed this, or if it sparked any questions, get in touch. You can reach us on any of our social media platforms. And please think about joining one of our communities. Follow the link in our show notes, and you can subscribe to our newsletter and other products. Don't forget to like and share these products too. See you next time.